0: Good afternoon, happy Thursday, and of course, Happy New Year. This is the very first episode of 2022. For Today at Ember, I am your host, Rob Velozzi, Head of Communications. Happy to be speaking to you live from quarantine. And I'm also joined by my co-host, who's live uh, at one of our uh, businesses' homes in the British Virgin Islands, our Head of Strategy, Jason Dominique. Jason, how are you doing today, buddy? And Happy New Year.
1: Thanks, Rob. Yeah, I'm doing, uh, doing amazing. Uh, the view here is absolutely, uh, beautiful and, um, yeah, I've actually spent the whole holidays here, um, with, uh, with my girlfriend and, um, yeah, we, uh, took this, uh, this time for, uh, some little R&R, but ultimately ended up working still and meeting with, uh, some partners here, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's nice. There's no COVID here, which is very different from Florida, here, Rob.
0: And just so you folks know, too, as well, if we have some technical issues, Jason is in the British Virgin Islands. Uh, the internet connection there isn't the best. We also, too, are going to have some special guests brought to you as well today. Andrew Cunningham, he'll be joining us a little bit later with some exciting announcements but first, I do want to speak with with Jason about what our, I mean, how bullish we are for, for 2022 and, and what we see coming forward on the horizon. We have some excellent products, um, you know, in place for the next, for, for, for quarter one, and really our vision for, you know, when it comes to creators going from ideation to launch, what those resources and tools will be, and that, that vision really is crystallized. Jason, do you want to kind of get into that and, and what that means for the future and some of the stuff we have coming on the horizon?
1: yeah well uh i'm I'm not sure if everybody's hearing me correctly maybe you can uh help me gauge that Rob i imagine that before it wasn't working too well mm-hmm. am i a one all right a yeah, one to good go good stuff so yeah um <laughs> so um yeah i i was I was just we were just uh going over uh, a few minutes ago Rob and i on sort of the uh retrospective that we did last year and how we um you know, started working in December on how, and, and sort of what we're going to be focusing on in 2022. And, you know, we've, we've been saying, uh, you know, this high level mission, uh, where it's all about, you know, helping people go from ideation to launch. Um, and now, you know, a lot of you have been saying, you know, so, so how is this going to take shape? Uh, and, how is, you know, how, how does the launch pad fit into all of this? Uh, how does the uh, crowd sale and all those sorts of tools uh, that we've been sort of expressing uh, to, to to all of you? But I think that fu- fundamentally, I think our, our positioning has crystallized in regards to what we want to build and how we want to build it and how we, we actually want to bring it into market as well. Um uh, so as Rob is saying, we're extremely bullish about, uh, these, uh, next couple of quarters coming, uh, specifically, uh, in regards to, uh, as you know, we've been building this, uh, buy button, uh, which still has a TBD name, uh, in, 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 the, in the works, uh, but, I think where, where I want to head with this is if you're familiar with the startup space, uh, pretty much a lot of those things um, that can help a business, you know, launch have been around for, I would probably say, you know, a decade. And Mm -hmm. a lot of these, uh, a lot of these services have matured and have pretty much plateaued. You know, if you look at, um, and we're, Uh, referring to uh, Stripe often, but this is basically one of the sort of inspiration for us uh, because, you know, I personally was there when they first started and before them, there wasn't really anything other than like your classic PayPal and things like that. Uh, So their journey um, into, um, you know, building software so that entrepreneurs like, like myself back then, didn't have to build it because it, it just didn't make sense for um, entrepreneurs to build their own, you know, API-driven or hosted uh, payment gateways. But a lot of them still did because they wanted to create the best experience possible. They wanted to also, um, you know, control the experience of the customer. And this is the same kind of thing that. We're driven by, you know, we want to make sure that entrepreneurs that are launching project, they control the experience and that they can also uh, offer uh, the best in class, um, you know, flow and experience for their investors, their customers. Um, so this suite of um, tools that are going to be through Sort of a freemium SaaS approach um, that can actually be charged uh, on a recurring monthly basis uh, using crypto. It's it's really forward thinking, and these are things that we're going to be working on um, right now. So it's 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 very much uh, you know uh, something that is is within reach right now. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're super excited about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just a quick production note, too, as well. For those that are listening live that may be having trouble with some audio, of course, this will not be the case with our uh, posted podcast. And you can always re-listen with the perfect quality, whether that's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or they'll be on YouTube. So for those of uh, viewing live that might have be having some trouble, don't worry; you'll be always able to catch our recorded show in the future if you've missed something out. But Jason, I I do agree. I mean the the products and services, with 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 such an emphasis to on just even on the investor end when it comes to discovery and being able to navigate a space that's like this that's so segmented, um, really gives you know cr- creators um, a leg up. That's something that they don't that they don't have now, and to, also with that ease of accessibility, doing what we're doing, you know, with with the buy button, these are things that are, you know, already a standard that's expected when it comes to anything that's on, you know, the web commerce world as we speak. And to be able to have, you know, really not just these things no longer just be, you know, uh, vaporware or, you know, ideas that are in the ether, these are things that we've really actually locked down products and services that we're going to be able to deliver, software as a service most especially, and this is no longer things in our prototype phase. I mean, we're going to start seeing these products launch within the next month or two, at least in a beta format. And the speed of which we're working, I think, you know, there's always levels, you know, room for improvement. If you want to talk a little bit later about, you know, how we're onboarding more people on development side of things to be able to get this rolling. But, I mean, when it comes to our vision and our roadmap, which we're releasing, I think we're moving at, at, at a, a speed that this – this sector, crypto, the pace that it moves at, which is, I'd say, ten times faster than than you'd have in a normal commerce space.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think this is the hardest thing to uh, comprehend is the speed at which the space is moving, both on, um, you know, the um, the expectations from the community, the the customer, the investors. Uh, but also to be able to ramp up on the other side. And that has proven uh, to be something of a challenge, you know, uh, in terms of HR and, you know, our goals are to reach X and Y and Z in terms of, of milestone, but to be able uh, to deliver those, um, we need to find Um, and get access to talent in multiple different uh, spheres of of expertise, whether on the front end, whether on the back end, whether on the design, uh, to really reach and deliver on those roadmaps. So this is sort of what we've been um, uh, reflecting on uh, in the last couple of weeks, which is, you know, starting at the beginning of the project, um, what were the hurdles in terms of, you know, product delivery and design and all those sorts of things? And how can we make sure that going forward, these aren't issues anymore and that we can move at the speed of crypto, but also have access to world-class talent. Um, and we're happy to say, you know, that yes, um, we've, we've been able to, uh, find solutions for this and, uh you know you as a community will be able to see uh product delivery uh that are going to be coming out at extreme you know uh, speed but without losing any quality because with speed sometimes what what happens is that you have to accept a lower quality in terms of product or design or, or development which as you know And, you know, Rob, we've, we've discussed this many, many times in regards to Ember, it's all about best in class, you know? So, um, yeah.
0: No, and I, and I do agree when it comes to, you know, this happens a lot. People see it when it comes to, you know, most tech companies and they're delivering new versions of applications or new products are always trying to hit a deadline. And for those that work in um you know the, the work in development you know the, the idea of you know they have a scrum manager and they do these things called development sprints where literally they lock themselves in a room for four hours at a day to just make sure they pile through this sprint to be able to have a deliverable at the end of the week and a lot of times the quality suffers so you know we want to be able to work at that kind of pace and speed and deliver on our promises that's you know the part of what this podcast is about but to do so without with, without the trade-off being quality. And this is something that's all too familiar, and I'm sure people, you know, the idea of delays and stuff that needs to be, you know, patched and updated, whether that's in the tech world, the finance world, even something with like Ethereum 2.0, which, you know, we've been waiting now for, what, a year and a half that's been delayed and, and pushed back again. Um, so, you know, we, we want to yeah. use their experience to 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 drive our decision-making.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I want to take you know um, this opportunity to probably hint at a few things that you know we believe uh, are are going to be staples in in the DeFi space that Ember is going to be bringing. You know, you're you're well aware of uh, you know our our checkout um, interface that we uh, we're refining and fine tuning right now and. Uh, we're actually also putting together all the, the steps and, and, and the processes to, um, to put together uh, what we could call, you know, a sales team that will go out there and, um, and connect with all these great projects, um, but unfortunately are suffering from this uh, lack of, um, of options. Uh, and you see these leading projects uh, without naming any of them, but, uh, you know, you just have to look at, uh, you, you can go on, on CoinMarketCap and you look at the leading, uh, daily, uh, you know, volumes, uh, in terms of what is, um, uh, you know, what is performing on PancakeSwap. And you can see that a lot of those projects have millions of dollars of trading every single day, uh, But then when you go on their website, they, they basically either they put a link and and they direct you offsite to go to, uh, the decentralized exchange to, to, to process, you know, to, to purchase their, their asset, or they basically just write the token address and you figure it out from there, you know, uh, which is even worse. So, so this is definitely something we feel is going to be a massive staple but then again also and you know these these ideas and these needs and these opportunities uh, often arise and this is the case for multiple highly successful startups if you take an example with slack which used to be a game development company uh, and a very unsuccessful one, you know, uh, the founder, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, in initially Stuart Butterfield um, started Flickr. He sold Flickr and then he went on to do game development. But what he realized is that communications, you know, internal communication uh, were at the all time worse uh, because everybody was sending out emails to everyone. And then where's the thread and what, who said, what the latest, and it was so complicated and they just decided, you know what, we're going to build something internally and we're, we're going to be using that. Um, And ultimately other, uh, you know, agencies, other startups, they were like, what are you guys using? Oh, we've built this internally. And that's, you know, when you scratch your own itch, sometimes you realize that the problem that you're actually experiencing is not so different than a lot of other projects, you know, the problems that they're experiencing. So it comes down to um, a lot of uh, things that we're experiencing, you know, as, as entrepreneurs in this space. And we always told you that, you know, this podcast is the prime example of what we're learning every single week. And sometimes what we learn is, is, you know, products and opportunities that we're going to gun for. We're just going to, you know, we feel that it's such a pain point for us that it has to be a pain point for hundreds, if not thousands of other projects out there. And one of those Mm -hmm. things, and this is where I want to hint at, and-
0: no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, there's an old saying that's, that necessity is the mother of invention. And, you know, us even doing this podcast on a day-to-day basis, even as we talk through and even after yeah. the podcast, some of these things sprout inspiration for a lot of these, a lot of these uh, um, um, deliverables that we want that you're about to get into.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep some materials for the uh, upcoming shows, but you know we we've been tinkering around uh and we've been building requirements for something we feel that pretty much every single token out there will be using beyond even like the the checkout uh because the fundamental of operating uh, you know operating a token sort of powered uh startup in in the crypto space is that Uh, you know, it's it's very much fintech driven in the sense that it's all transaction-based. You know, you have everything that's on the blockchain. And if you want to know about how your token is behaving, like in in all the insights and the stats and the reporting, where do you actually go to get that information? You know, because me and you, Rob, you know, as as, head of communication, you need to have access to data. If you want to make... Uh, enlightened decision uh, on the moment uh, and that are easily accessible. And I'm sure you can, you, you, you can elaborate on, you know, what type of data you could need. But ultimately, every single person within an organization needs to have access to data. And our business relies on token data. And unfortunately, there is nothing out there that gives us Sort of an overview of how, and sort of how our token is behaving in all the different aspects of the token, um, and we think that oh, we we have a special guest this morning. Uh, we have Andrew who's just joined in.
0: Andrew Cunningham, Andrew, happy
1: new year, buddy.
2: Happy new year, Rob. Uh, good morning, uh, or oh, good afternoon, I should say, where you guys are over there. And uh, yeah, happy New Year to you, Rob, and uh, also to you, Jason, and happy New Year to everybody listening or watching.
1: Yeah, no, thanks, uh, Andrew. It's it's a it's a bit early for you uh, today, but um, thanks for joining. It's it's always a pleasure to have you, uh, you know, join the show. And uh, we were just uh, Rob and I were just uh, going over some um, some things, you know, that we we're sort of considering, um, for this year. And I was just wrapping up on, you know, sometimes I have some, some rants on, on this product that we're, you know, about to, uh, you know, start working on, which is, you know, an insights and reporting dashboard for anyone, uh, working on or uses a token to drive their business, which at the end of the day, you know, and Andrew, you can, you, you can, obviously elaborate on this as well, any business or any person at any part of of their roles and responsibility needs data. And unfortunately, what we found is that in this space currently, it's very hard for us to have, to easily have uh, access to these insights and data uh, to run our business.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, data is... Is so critical, and um, as you said, people just don't have that. So, you know, one of the things that we're really looking to try and do is is bring that to them. Um, and it's it's an interesting blend between technology and crypto. You know, we we've, we've long thought that um, the crypto industry as a whole really needs more uh, you know technology, and it needs that side. Um, that blend. And that's one of the things that we're really trying to bring. Um, You know, we've got a lot of experience in in technology delivery with yourself, Jason, with myself, and also with James. And it's going to be really exciting this year to try and, uh, you know, bring that to the fore. Um, You know, we've been around now for about a month and a half um, as as a project. It feels like a lot longer because we have been working on this project, um, you know, for a little bit longer than that. But there are a lot of things that I guess we're working on in the background. And, you know, I do know that crypto is down at the moment. We all know that it's it's a, a red time for crypto. However, um, you know, personally, I'm not looking at the charts because, you know, we, we see what we're doing and we're confident in, as you said, the dashboard and a number of other products that we're working on and, and where that can lead us to.
1: Yeah. And um, I think we can take this opportunity while you're there, because I know you've been, because uh, we all saw your uh, message to the community with James, and uh, we were all curious. I mean, I know, but a lot of the community doesn't, because you were hinting at we've been, you know, talking about the app, we've been talking about the Ember Buy uh, button, we were talking about Ember.org. So I think it's a great opportunity for you to maybe you know give uh, a few insights into what has been discussed. I mean, what we, uh, are feeling comfortable, um, you know, telling to, to the community. Yeah, look, um, I guess there's sort of three or four main things that
2: we're focusing on at the moment, you know, really pushing out that, um, you know, the, the, the buy button or the Ember box as it is, you know, we've got this really elegant, um, you know, method on our website at the moment around how to purchase tokens, in ember um we want to expand that into um you know being able to purchase using credit card we have a partner for that uh in wire and we've mentioned this a few times obviously and um you know obviously uh jason you've been involved in in that relationship and yourself as well rob um you've been involved in that which um you know i really appreciate um and you know there's a lot there that we're going to be doing you know, into this year with, with Wire. Um, and I won't go into too much depth. Um, but also, uh, there's a few things that we're going to be doing with, with Hacken, um, who are the organization that did, um, you know, obviously the security testing around our, our contracts, uh, smart contracts and so forth. So there's some really exciting things coming around that. So that you'll, you soon be able to purchase tokens using your credit card directly from our website. And we think that that's going to be really critical. Point because you know, at the moment, if you go and tell one of your friends or family, hey, you know, go buy some Ember, you know, someone wants to, to buy 200 bucks worth of Ember tokens, it's a really complex, convoluted process to do that at the moment. And you know, we all know that crypto has that you know, complex touch point, you know, you've got to go and buy this from here, and then you've got to convert it to here. I mean, you got to go to this pancake swap thing and someone has a laugh and you're like, no, 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 don't laugh. I've got to explain this to you. It's really important. Go to pancake swap and do this and then get this. And then you got to go and get yourself some maple syrup and then you go do this. And then you got to go on to here. And it's like, what you t- I just want to buy 200 bucks worth of tokens, man. I don't want to spend a day and a half doing this. Um, and we've all been there, right? So, you know, we 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 want to fix this. We want to try and resolve this and not just for us, you know, and, you know I guess greedily from a sense, I want to make it easier for people to buy Ember tokens. But, you know, there's a problem here that we want, we want to look at for a lot of crypto projects. And, you know, there's something that we're trying to solve with uh, Wire and uh, with Hacken. And it's going to be really exciting as that starts to come to the fore in this first quarter. So that's one of the things, obviously, um, you know, and, and looking at the app itself, um, how we actually work through and pull together. The Ember app—that's something that James has been uh, really working through quite closely—and he and I spent a bit of time over Christmas, um, over the break, doing that, and uh, also in person. And um, you know, it's going to be exciting to see that come together because when we put this app out, it's not just an app for Ember; it's an app for the you know the, the whole BSC chain. So you'll be able to actually follow and track hundreds, thousands of projects, you know, on BSC. And we'll then also be actually pushing that into matic and ethereum networks so using one you'll be able to follow multiple projects on multiple chains and we're actually building that future proofed as well to actually potentially become a wallet in the future um, you know we could make it a wallet today if we wanted to but we don't want to do that because we think it's important to to crawl before you walk um you know there's a lot of security aspects around seat traces and so forth in in becoming a wallet so we just want to start simple and start easy and make that an app that allows you to track projects but you know when we consider the power of using that um, you know buy option with credit card without having to jump in and and do all of those you know pancake things um you know we think there's going to be some some really cool things there Uh, and when i when i talk about that buy um, you know that buy button you know purchasing ember with credit card i think um it, you know, I should say that we are actually looking at extending that to be able to purchase just about any, you know, token on the market. So this is not going to be something that is specific just to purchasing Ember from our website. But um the way we're setting that up, you'll be able to buy just about any, any token on the market out there. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to make some significant gains. And when we've gone through some of uh, you know, what we're doing with some some major industry players. They've looked at what we're doing and they've sort of said, you can't do this. Um, and we've shown, you know, what we're doing and how we're doing, and we've shown proof of technology and proof of capability, um, you know, and some of the company, companies that have said you can't do this and now partnered with us to do it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's an exciting time. But the, the app is coming along really well, um, you know, and, and being able to, track different projects and you know, you know, create watch lists and do all of those sorts of things. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting.
0: Andrew, do you um, maybe want to get into, since I have both of you guys on here, I know that you know, for January and February are some really big months for when it comes to product launches. When our app, um, which we, we're trying to deliver, if you want to get an idea of time frame, if there will be a beta testing um, um, to start off with, it will be closed and an open beta test. What will be the process there, and what can some of our investors and people out there in the space expect to see, and how that, how that will be actually launched?
2: Yeah, absolutely, um, Rob. We are looking at doing a beta period. I think it's always a good thing to do that. Um, you know, at this point in time, we're, we're looking to do a beta towards the end of January, middle of February. So it'll be a closed beta initially. Um, you know, we do have the capacity to to pop you on onboard about. Maybe five hundred to a thousand people during that closed beta period. Um, so, and as I said, you know, we're, we're looking at actually bringing this not just to Ember um, community, but there, there's also potential there where we could bring that to, to people that, you know, external to the Ember community who want to track other projects as well, or track a project that is, uh, you know, perhaps doesn't have their own app, but most, you know, don't. So, you know, we're looking at that sort of late January, you know, uh, early mid February to be able to put a a closed beta out. And, uh, you know, we'll be tracking that along as we go. But that could also impact depending on, you know, what we do with this, this buy button. There's still a little bit of work to do around that. And, uh, you know, and then there's, there's work that we're also engaged in with uh, ember.org. And I know, Jason, you've mentioned that probably a couple of times, but, um, We probably haven't gone into full detail yet uh, around what we're doing there. But, you know, we we do have a very, uh, I guess, busy um, product schedule. And I know for myself and for you, Jason, you know, product delivery is where some of our capabilities lie. So it's going to be a really interesting first quarter because we're really hoping to bring together, um, you know, bring to market in the first quarter. What you, you know, tr- your traditional tech company would would bring to market in the first year or two. Um, you know, we're really hoping to actually bring that aggressively um, forward. Uh, you know, in, in crypto timelines.
1: Jason, fun times. Yeah, <laughs> it's to sleep, fun times. just fun times ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm. To be honest, sometimes I'm like, oh, um, did you know, honey? Did, did. Did you listen to the podcast lately? She's like, "Oh, I don't have time." Well, sometimes I'm happy she doesn't listen. <laughs> she'll, <laughs> exactly. she'll be like, so "I hear you." Otherwise, she'd be this like, "Really?" Can you this
2: on the podcast, and I was thinking, "How are you going to do that?" <laughs> <laughs> like, "I won't
1: <laughs> like, uh... be seeing you for a long time." <laughs> what is this thing? You know, it's they—they they say you'll be busy for the next, you know, six months. <laughs> uh, yeah, I promise you, we'll be able to take some holiday. I promise you. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, you just, had
2: you know, you just had a bit of a rest to be fair. So, um, you know, I saw some of the photos there and I was vicariously living through some of those cocktails you were drinking.
1: No comment. <laughs>
2: no, I think it's actually really good that everyone has a bit of a, a break, you know, over the Christmas and new year period, even though we're, we're very busy and I know that, we've continued to work and do things, but um, we've also had a little bit of family time, which I think is really good coming, you know, coming into what's going to be a very busy, um, you know, quarter and a busy year. I think it's good that we, we you know, regenerate some of the batteries, but um, yeah, it's gonna be, gonna be exciting.
0: And just, just to clarify, because I know some people are kind of, you know, the, um, seeing some questions out there from the community, I understand, too, the relationship with Wire when it comes to, I mean, our buy button as of right now works right through their wallet. And the fiat part of it is going to be, you know, when you can actually buy with a credit card using our partner with Wire. They're projected to have that launched probably sometime mid to end of this month. Do you guys want to talk about on, on what maybe the timeline might be and what we can expect what products? Is there going to be an emphasis on the buy button first and then the tracker app? As is emberorg going to be the last uh, puzzle piece in this in this combination of products you just want to kind of lay that out a little bit more about how what they can expect and, and how that really relates to how we generate revenue as a company Jason
1: <laughs> yeah um, for sure I mean in in, in regards to um, there's I mean there's multiple different elements in there Rob obviously you know we we won't have time in in this podcast to go over every single elements but one thing is for sure is we've been uh very much aligned months before uh you know wire was ready uh to um to release this uh, BSC um you know uh I don't know how to call it but you know ma- making sure that BSC is is uh, that oh, works. Yeah, on um, wired. Mm-hmm. yeah ex- exactly. So, um, now how is this going to sort of, uh, be delivered? Um, on our end, one thing is for sure is that we need to get the app out first and it's always been sort of our, our roadmap. Uh, but know that in the background, uh, these elements of, uh, you know, making sure that wire is integrated, uh, and that we have on ramp, and then even beyond on ramp, which is how can we take the fiat um, and purchase, uh, you know, those those BEP twenty tokens. Um, this is all mapped out, and you know, it's just a question of, of of working on it. And as I said earlier in the show, I think the the biggest uh, challenge which is always one of the biggest challenge for any startup is talent and right now this is where we want to focus and double down um, and now you know obviously that we've successfully raised sufficient amount of of funds to uh get things delivered um we're doubling down on talent and this is what is going to start, you know, appearing, you know, you know, the, 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 the size of our team is going to dramatically change, uh, and ultimately with revenue generating products, uh, we'll also be able to scale much faster than what our initial, uh, pre-sales have been able to, uh, give us in terms of runway. Um, so, so yeah, uh, this. I don't know if you're still there, Rob, um, I'm here, your, yep. your camera, absolutely. but yep. So that's, that's no, the I... short answer. At least that's the answer I have.
0: Andrew, anything you want to add to that at all?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you I know, thanks for that, Jason. And it's, yeah, it's, um, I think the people watching and listening at the moment are probably looking at, you know, some of the things that we're doing and, and, and really hoping that we can actually, um, Go north at a time where the market is probably a little bit red, and I think the way to do that is to to skip away from you know projects that that are, I guess, you know, meme or just you know names or, or you know or, or, or brands that are are moving and progressing, um, you know, because of of what they they say, not because of what they do, and and we're really looking to be um, you know different to that because. You know, we want to be something that is, you know, viable, you know, long-term. And this was all, has always been the case, you know, with this project. This is why there is, you know, an extensive vesting period, you know, six months for the public and, and nine months for the private, um, you know, period. And, you know, that vesting period is, is something that gets brought up a lot. And it's a good thing and a bad thing. Um, you know, it's a bad thing because at a point in time where the industry is a little bit red, It means that you do have, you know, uh, money invested in something, but it's also a good thing because, you know, at the point that we bring a lot of this product together and we start to actually push to market, we think that this is going to bring some candles to our project. You know, this is going to, you know, push us in a really good, you know, forward momentum. Um, And the benefit there is that people will have, you know, tokens invested that they may not otherwise have had. They may have already exited potentially. So, you know, we're, we're all in this together. You know, we all have investment of time, money, tokens, effort, and everything else in between. Um, and, you know, we also have investment of, um you know, reputation. Reputational investment is a very, you know, uh, I guess significant investment to some extent as well. Um, so, you know, it's 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 an interesting start to the year it's you know the 7th of January and uh you know we're coming up to I think Monday the 10th of January and that's when a lot of people will be starting to go back to work again and I think the year starts to really um you know become whole around them and uh you know we've got a lot of things happening we're bringing on design partners we're bringing on new engineers Um, you know, we're going into a really busy phase and I know, um, you know, Jason, you'll be uh, back on deck again, you know, full-time, uh, next week, which is really exciting. And I'm really looking forward to that and, uh, to having a lot of your direction and and guidance, you know, in, in this, you know, executive team as you've been giving, you know, to us, uh, you know, gracefully for the past couple of months. Um, so it's going to be. A good time, I think, moving forward, and uh, I'm, you know, really bullish on, uh, you know, working through that.
0: And just to add to that, too, as well, um, you know, the, regardless of you know the charts up, down, or sideways, right now a little bit red, but everything that we've done w- when it comes to our vesting period, and when it comes to even now we have staking, and you know, soon to have a, a liquidity pool staking coming, you know, very shortly as well. That really we've designed this project to work. In parallel with the entire crypto s- space, the entire sector, as opposed to being in tandem with it, because a lot of these projects, you know, as you can see, once you know some, some, you know, as you mentioned before, uh, Andrew, that you know the, whether they're just on name or hype only. That you know, when some of them, when one of them takes a dive, the entire market takes a hit, and we really are designing this and approaching this as a way that we're not really um, going to be entirely. Working in tandem with these other projects on the same way they're doing it, so that way we can focus entirely on having deliverables, adding to the liquidity, delivering on promises, and with tools like staking and vesting in place, it keeps people from you know making emotional choices, emotional decisions, or being very generous when it comes to these APY awards because you know people are putting trust in this project, and it gives us the ability. And um to to really hedge against volatility to, to work and, and deliver on our vision. And I think we lost Andrew for the time being. But Jason, do you want to go ahead and, and add anything to that? I yeah. know you guys Well go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, listening in to what Andrew was mentioning in regards to, you know, the vesting and everything, I think I think yes, initially, you know, a lot of people you know, mention that, um, you know, it, it, it's something new, um, and obviously, uh, they weren't quite used to, uh, being locked into something, but one thing that I want to add is, and, and I want to share this, um, this milestone that we've, you know, been able to hit is, you know, the vesting was something that was sort of mandatory, You know, if you wanted to get in early at an an advantageous price, um, you had to agree to vesting. But now that we've, you know, we've been out and we've worked and released staking, which is something that is totally voluntary, you know, no one's forcing you to lock in your token for X amount of time. Um, What we've been seeing in terms of behavior is that, you know, beyond, yes, uh, the fact that you can earn a passive income, Um, by just, you know, holding your tokens and staking them, you know, the broader message that we're hearing is that no matter how the market behaves, people trust in us. And, you know, the milestone, we've we've been tracking, you know, this amount of stake tokens that has just been, you know, almost doubling every single week. And I think I don't have the latest figures, but I'm pretty confident that we're probably almost very near, like 14 or 15 million tokens. We've reached 12 million tokens staked uh, probably last week, um, and maybe you have some latest figures, Andrew. Uh, but um, this is absolutely astonishing in terms of of uh, of, of of data.
2: Yeah, it, unfortunately, I don't have any further update, um, you know, on that. Um, but it's it is astonishing, you know. It's it's such a a significant portion of vested tokens that are going into staking, um, and what that tells us is, you know, that people are enthusiastic and confident about the roadmap, um, you know, that we're we're undertaking around, um, you know, the delivery cycle that this project. Is, is working to achieve um, and it's it's a positive thing and you know it's it is well heard and you know we appreciate that a lot um, you know as as a, a founding team and um, you know as a project um, it's, it's it's significant absolutely
1: yeah and, and, and uh, I I just want to add to this, and maybe you know, you know, folks that are listening, it'd be like, well, why don't you know the exact amount of tokens that are being staked, and you know, how how much time are they you know being staked, and all those sorts of things? Well, it goes back to exactly what I mentioned before. You know, us operating this business don't have you know, it's it's not an easy thing to know these the these information, but we do need them, um, so this this is the reason why we will be doubling down on um on this dashboard product to you know provide us yes as project leaders but also other projects out there they'll be able to have access to their token data you know um at at their fingertips on demand
0: yeah I don't think that's funny because that actually was going to be my segue because it was right into what you're talking about previously is that unfortunately there is no way for a project to really have a one one place to get a complete picture of what's happening with, with the token. Who's staking, how long their staking periods are for, how the token is performing. Again, just like when it comes to communications on the project or, or hiring talent, even that, something that's so, so small as simple collection of, of data of how your business is operating, even that is entirely segmented. So, and this goes, you know, full circle back to what really we're about here at Ember—is this really being a gateway to the decentralized world? Whether that's you as an as a creator going from mitigation to launch, or you is either a seasoned investor who who understands this like the back of their hand, or someone who's brand new. We believe that Ember will be that solution that fills the gap. Now, I am going to go yeah. ahead, Jason. Oh right, Andrew. sorry.
2: No, I was just gonna say I was, I was just gonna agree with you, Rob. Um and you know as you said, you know, what we believe around Ember and, and that's that's what it comes down to. You know, everyone in the team believes this. Um the community believes this and that that's what fuels us to progress forward.
0: No, absolutely. And and just so you guys understand too, thank you for bearing with us. We are literally broadcasting and recording live from three different countries, two different hemispheres, and we have um, executive teams here for, for that really cover, you know, both sides of the world. And when it comes to, you know, ramping up and 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 really bringing on, especially the development side of things, I think when it comes to design and copy and the, cre- the creative part, we really got that locked down. And right now with getting into engineering and development, ramping that up and the level of leadership that that requires, and the two of you do have the experience and and when it comes to you know really launching applications you know and having those deliverables and right now since we are ramping up we're having some changes internally about how the company is actually structured do you guys want to get a little bit of discussion on that and yeah what, look i might, I might jump
2: with? into that rob yeah i might jump into that rob i think um i think everybody sees just how um you know integral um and how busy jason you know has been in in this project from from day one um I know that, you know, for myself as, as CEO, it's been, you know, greatly appreciated all of the work and and the contributions that, that, you know, Jason has made, um, you know, and, and the experience that, that he brings to this project. So I think now it's probably a good time to announce that uh, Jason is actually going to be taking on a co CEO role with myself. So Jason and I will, will actually run the CEO role together. And uh, I think it's, a really good thing that we're doing this. Jason has effectively been doing a lot of this work anyway, um, you know, uh, working quite closely on the strategy side, working on a lot of the partnership side of things. And um, it's, it's, it's uh, really good for me. I, I'm in a different time zone, as most of you know, to where a lot of, you know, EST is where a lot of work is done. And that is Jason's time zone, which means there's a lot of meetings, a lot of sessions, a lot of, um, you know, conversations that Jason can have with people. Um, you know, while I'm still sound asleep, um, which, which has happened to date. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, we're going to really enjoy, you know, sharing that position together, particularly, uh, you know, where I'm going to be a lot more focused around, you know, product delivery, um, and, and some of those sorts of mechanisms. And Jason's very much focused on strategy and partnerships. And, uh, I think we're going to do well together in a different time zone um, to, to execute, you know, that role within the organization as, as best to both of our, um, abilities. So yeah, so now is a good time to introduce Jason as the co-chief executive, uh, with myself and, uh, a warm welcome, um, to that role for you, Jason.
1: Thanks, Andrew. Well, I mean, like you're saying, you know, uh, th- this is something titles are titles. Ultimately, you know, I, um, you know i've i've clicked on the youtube thing to say that wasn't going to be a kid's show so um (laughs) my title has always been (laughs) i get shit done so uh, it doesn't matter uh (laughs) doesn't matter the title but ultimately like you're saying you know this is and and i think one of the reason actually why we've been able to perform so well is that a lot of our roles are very you know are not necessarily our roles but our, our backgrounds uh, are very complementary, and we've been able to actually run this business 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And while I'm asleep, you're running the ship. While you're asleep, I'm running the ship. And you know what we've noticed is that this sort of cadence, this sort of rhythm, we want to keep it going. And sometimes having you uh, you know, mm-hmm. not being present to have those executive decisions and to push things faster has sort of dragged us in, in some situations where I wasn't sort of uh, in position to actually say, yeah, let's do it. So right now, uh, with this change and this, this um, uh, you know, me being able to be more executive on on some of those high level decisions, uh, just means that, you know, broadly speaking, for the community and the project, we're just going to be able to move even faster, and that's that's the actual bottom line. Um, we're, you know, we're always assessing what is a bottleneck. How can we make sure it's no longer there? You know, on on standups or, uh, you know, broadly speaking, you know, looking forward uh, in 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 uh, down the down the track. Uh, what is stopping us, you know, and how can, you know, we be more efficient. So all of these uh, things we're constantly thinking about. Uh, so i um, very much happy to now bear this title, uh, but um, it's it's not going to change anything in terms of the organization other than making it even more performant uh, and uh, faster going. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks uh, for this, to say, Andrew, just, and thanks for the whole team.
2: No, it just releases some yeah, of the bottleneck around decision making and so forth. You know, you don't need to refer. And it also means that for some of the, the partners that we're working with and some of the meetings that we have, um, you know, they know that they're talking to a key decision maker. So it also means that, you know, we progress, um, uh, further, you know, quicker and, and everything we can do, as you said, to, to progress, you know, quicker, um, forward is, is, is a good thing. Um, Rob.
0: No, absolutely. I I'm I couldn't be more excited, and I think that you know, really, it's you know, like Jason was saying, as as a title and name only. When it comes to the general public and how the company operates, you know, there will you know this this is a smooth process. No one will notice really any changes. It's just more of a way to to, as you said, for to have some clarity to when it comes to our partners and when it comes to you know you know our potential you know clients in the future.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Cool.
0: You guys want to add anything else? I know we have not really much questions from the community. I know we have some technical difficulties here for you guys. You guys want to add anything else before we get out of here? I know this has been an exciting year happening, 2022 deliverables that we have going on. We are really bullish. Regardless of what the charts say, we always see the horizon and we're pushing forward. You guys want to add anything before we get out of here?
2: Look, not a lot. I mean, when, when you say, you know, we are bullish and regardless of the charts, the, the, there's some small part of me that, that loves the challenge. You know, we have everything that we need to our disposal to, to execute on this. Um, and sometimes the, the further red the charts are, the more opportunity it gives to an organization or to a group like us um, who is uh, looking quite, um, you know, steadily at progressing know, product development to market and, you know, utility development and services. So, you know, I see this as a massive benefit because people are going to be looking for projects that are actually working to achieve things, not just have a a pretty logo or a pretty name. So, you know, as things go red, I see this as opportunity for, you know, funds and for investment, um, you know, to funnel into strong projects like ours and like other ones, you know, at market so um, i'm really bullish on where we're going in 2022 i think we have a fantastic team and uh, i think we we've got a lot of um, opportunity ahead of us there'll be a lot of hard work and uh, i'm really looking forward to, to being um, more involved uh, even then, than what i already have been um, but also being um, you know a deeper conduit to the community as well and so sort of jumping on Today at Ember, maybe once a month or something, and, and giving some updates and just uh, letting people know that um, you know I'm about that I'm I'm, I'm working and, and we're we're doing things and uh, yeah I'm I'm really enthused with uh, the staking and uh, the the level of um, I guess commitment that the community is showing around that I know that for me all of my tokens are staked um, you know that's an important uh, personal decision for me to make. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, over the horizon, at what we can achieve together as, as a team and as a community.
0: Andrew, well said. Thank you so much for, for all that you've doing. I can't wait to spend the rest of this new year with you. We're happy to have you as a guest anytime. Jason, do you want to add anything else there as our new co-CEO as a sign out?
1: No, I'm uh I'm ready to rock and uh be back uh, full throttle on Monday and uh really looking forward to uh yeah this crazy ass uh quarter one uh that is ramping up to be absolutely mental but uh we love it that's what we do and that's why we do this.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. And next week we'll be back here on all fo- all on 12 cylinders. This is today at Ember. Mm-hmm. You can catch us live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you happen to miss us live, you can always catch us where you get your favorite podcast, whether that is on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcast, even Amazon Music. Catch us on Facebook, YouTube. We've got us the platform, Twitch. We will be here. My name is Rob Velozzi, head of communications of the Amber Project here. We're one of your hosts, and with my co host and now co CEO, Jason Dominique. Jason, thank you so much. Andrew, thank you so much. Everyone in the Amber community, Have a happy new year. We can't wait to see you in this amazing quarter. Take it easy, guys.
1: Thanks. Thanks.